Good evening. I'm Carrie Brower, the Director of Art and Programs and Chief Curator here at the Hirshhorn. I want to welcome you all tonight for an evening with uh, the artist Haraki Sawa, and I'm glad you all could make it. Um, I wanted to just take a moment to acknowledge the um, Stephen and Heather Mnuchin Foundation for its ongoing commitment to uh, this uh, Meet the Artist series. This is actually the third year uh, we've been presenting Meet the Artist, and um, I think we've you know, managed to bring some uh, really terrific uh, contemporary artists uh, to town here, and uh, we'll continue to do so in the future. And actually, because of um, Haraki's presence here tonight, um, I'd also like to thank uh, the Lawrence A. Cohen Ringler Associates for their support of the Hirshhorn's Black Box Project. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, most of you have if you're interested in Sawa's work, but it's on the lower level here, and uh, uh, Haraki Sawa's work was actually the uh, uh, first work that we've been presenting in uh, the Black Box space, which is an, uh, a space that's um, devoted to um, international uh, emerging videos artists that we hope to keep going all the time here at the museum. Um, which sort of leads me to, to sort of mention that, you know, we're all part of the Smithsonian here. The Hirshhorn's part of the Smithsonian. And so we receive, um, uh, you know, a, a quite a generous annual federal allocation uh, from the Smithsonian, which basically allows us to keep the doors open. Um, and I just wanted to mention that it's really the donors and the trustees and Hirshhorn's annual circle of members to the museum that really make programs like this one tonight, uh, Meet the Artist and the Black, uh, Black Box Space, and even the major exhibitions such as uh, Hiroshi Sugimoto that's upstairs on the second floor, uh, possible. And so uh, I would just invite your interest in uh, the um, annual circle. There, uh, I think, may have been some brochures available when you came in, and if not, I know they're available as you go out. So uh, your, with your help, we can continue to do things like meet the artist and uh, the major exhibitions that we do here at the museum. Um, I wanted to just mention a couple upcoming uh, events uh, that I think you might find interesting. Uh, Michael Fried, who is one of the great art historians of our time and has been so influential in terms of his writings on contemporary art as well as um, you know older art forms, uh, such as his book on Manet, uh, will be talking about Hiroshi Sugimoto in a lecture entitled Sugimoto's Vision, which will be on Tuesday, March uh, 21st at noon. And he'll be speaking not only about uh, Hiroshi's work, but he'll be doing it in the contents, uh, context Context of uh, Burton Hilla Bescher, uh, Jeff Wall, Thomas Roof, uh, Andreas Gursky, and uh, Thomas Demond, uh, some of whom are in our collection here. Um, we'll be presenting a Hirshhorn After Hours event on Thursday, March 30th, that will begin at 5.30. From 5.30 to 8.30, the galleries will be open here. Uh, we will have uh, an event up in the uh, Learner Gallery by Richard Chartier and Taylor Dupree, who are uh, uh, internationally known um, sound artists, which we're looking forward to. And uh, this is sort of in homage to Hiroshi Sugimoto's work. Um, I'll give a tour at 6.30 that night of the Sugimoto um, installation. And then Hiroshi Sugimoto himself will be performing as Benchi. That is a kind of um, 
a kind of interpreter of a silent movie uh, which was done by Kenji Mezuguchi that will be playing uh, that evening um, in our auditorium. And it's a, a very, for those of you who are film uh, uh, aficionados, uh, this is a very rare film called The Water Magician, which um, I've never had the opportunity of seeing, and I'm looking forward to it. So Hiroshi will actually introduce the film, and then he will actually have some comments um, after the film as well. And the next several Meet the Artist events are also extremely interesting. Jonas Mikas, uh, again, for those of you interested in film, uh, will be here on Thursday, May 11th uh, at 7 p.m. And uh, he will be uh, uh, talking about his work. He, of course, was one of the central figures in the development of the avant-garde in, in New York. Uh, and, uh, you know, anyone who's interested in avant-garde and independent cinema, I think, would, uh, you know, enjoy listening to this uh, lecture. Uh, we will also be presenting, by the way, Jonas Mikas's films on May 4th and May 5th in the evening, uh, several films, so please keep that in mind. Um, our artist tonight, Haraki Sawa, uh, was born in Ishikawa, Japan in 1977, although he lives now and works uh, in London. Uh, and as you'll see, I think you'll pretty much see where he lives in London, since so many of the films uh, take place in his flat. Uh, and he has a master's degree uh, from the Slade School of Fine Art, which is, of course, based in London. Um, he's exhibited around the world. He's had exhibitions in Tokyo, in New York, in Los Angeles. Um, as I mentioned, he's the first artist to basically inaugurate our black box uh, space uh, down here on the lower level. Um, and actually, I should take a moment to actually thank the James Cohen Gallery for helping us uh, with uh, this particular presentation tonight and, and with Sawa's work uh, in general, particularly Ginger Cofield, who's here tonight, and Arthur Solway, who's, who's here also. I want to thank them for their help with this. Um, Haraki Sawa's uh, most recent uh, presentations, I think, have been at the um, First Sight Gallery in Essex, uh, England, uh, in March, and then he will also be at the James Cohen Gallery this April uh, with a solo exhibition. Um, during 19, uh, 2005, rather, uh, he was part of the Yokohama Triennial and also the Biennial uh, in Valencia. Uh, and I know he's been included in other exhibitions as well. I happen to see his work at the Hammer Museum in Los Angeles, and he's also shown at the St. Louis uh, Art Museum. In 2004, he was commissioned to create uh, video works uh, for the Hayward Gallery, and uh, as also that year, uh, he created, uh, uh, he did a residency actually at Video One in Tel Aviv. Um, Speaking with um, Haraki Sawa tonight will be our associate curator, uh, Kelly Gordon. Kelly uh, has been on the staff uh, for some time and emphasizes in her work uh, film and video, uh, not only in terms of our permanent collection and what we do upstairs in the galleries, but also the film series that she does here uh, uh, very often in this auditorium. Uh, she worked on the retrospective of Douglas Gordon uh, a couple of years ago here, um, a wonderful exhibition, and also has managed to create these very special events for the museum, such as 24-hour access, 24-hour psycho, in which um, the museum was open for 24 
24 Hours, the length of Douglas Gordon's piece, um, as well as more recently a, a work called Cosmic Drift, in which we invited the uh, psychedelic light show artist Joshua White to come and perform on the plaza uh, until 2 a.m. here at, at the Hirshhorn. Kelly's been uh, remarkable in getting these kinds of wonderful um, um, projects which seem to hover somewhere between a great art event and an educational experience um, into the museum. Uh, and, and more recently, she actually curated an exhibition of Janet Cardiff's work called uh, Words Drawn in Water, which i pleased to say is actually in our collection. I'm also pleased to say that the piece Dwelling by Hiraki Sawa has also entered our collection recently, and so now we are the proud owners of one of your work, Hiraki, and, uh, which pleases me a great deal. And uh, Without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the stage Haraki Sawa and Kelly Gordon. The first thing I wanted to ask you is, in what ways your video work mm -hmm. uh, relates to your earlier work in sculpture? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my sculpture, yeah. Be, uh, because people have seen my work, uh, uh, mainly video work, but the, I'm came, I studied uh, sculpture when I was in Slade School in, in London, also my BA in University of East London. And uh, what I'm going to show today is uh, my old sculpture, or can I say sculpture? It's, sculpture work uh, from 1997 to 2000. Uh, uh, this, uh, this is the title of this work is Moon and uh, well. <laughs> Can you explain how this operates? Well, it's the there's a track around this object in the middle. Uh, and uh, I can show this. There's a car, uh, the car, car on the track with the fluorescent tube light. And there's a bicycle side of the truck. And uh, people have to get on a bicycle and then generate <laughs> the electricity, and then once there's a dynamo on the bicycle, and uh, people have to pedal it, and then once people generate electricity, the electricity goes to the metal rail on the truck, and then the car starts moving. And it's supposed to be in the dark, so the kind of car with fluorescent tube light kind of turning around and changing the color and uh, uh, not color, the shadow on the object in the middle. And uh, what's, the, what's the scale of, of oh, the oh, central pieces? It's about one meter 20, the white stuff is. And the truck itself is a three meter 30 diameter. And are they solid or what is? It's made out from paper with a wooden frame. It's really light, it's a bit fragile. Yeah, 
this is what I've done when I was in BA first year. And the next work is called the sum. And uh, I made a huge, not huge, <laughs> two, two meter 80 diameter sphere. And it's uh, about that big, and that's me. That, you can see how big this sphere is. And then there's a hole on the side. <laughs> and the people to, to people to put the head in. And then there's a small hole on the side of the sphere to get sunlight into the sphere. And I, this is the inside. I cheated, but I should get the sunlight. So the light should be the white, not red. But I used the laser pointer because of London. I couldn't. I when couldn't. There's no sun. I, there's there no there sun. wasn't no, no sun. It's really cloudy, so I couldn't get sunlight. <laughs> so I had to use a laser pointer instead. And uh, the work is about watching the reflection of the uh, reflection of beam of sunlight. This is the work about. And the external surface. What is the sphere made of? It's made out of. Uh, resin and fiberglass. So it's really solid. It was really heavy. Mm. Then next work is called Sky. It's a, uh, how can I say? Contraption. <laughs> it's, I made a wall with uh, two frame on the side and the using two projector and one Super 8 film. And the image on the top bit is uh, uh, two projector and one then in the middle it's superimposed. So you get the brighter image, brighter part, and that, f ah, so, sorry, I'm pro I was projecting the the slide, the photograph of <coughs> sorry, sky. So the blue blue image is sky, and then bottom image is F. Is the, is the blue image actual sky? It what, is. What's the source of that? It's the actual sky. From from your apartment. <laughs> from my apartment. So it's it's. These photos you can't really see, but some, uh, but it keeps changing. I used the timer to change the slide. So sometimes you see small airplanes or some vapor trail or cl cloud. So then you would realize that's the sky. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I made in 1999. And, uh, and the next work is called Trail. Uh, I've got video work called Trail, but this isn't. This is sculpture work. First. First. <laughs> and I named it again to my video work. But it doesn't have relation. <laughs> well, what I did for this work was uh, piling up 100 20 boxes up to the ceiling. 
and uh, there is a cardboard, uh, cardboard boxes. And uh, there is a one cardboard, cardboard box on the floor to people to pick up. And uh, there is a window here. And in the window, there's a, 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 there's a Super 8 projector inside of cardboard and projecting an image of a vapor trail like, like this. But to operate this uh, work, people have to pick up the box and see like, like this. And uh, then there's a remote control switch underneath the box, and there's a receiver inside the box. So once people pick up the box, the whole projector start working, and then if you get tired and put the box on, everything stops. So all of, all of the first sculptures, even though their sculpture had this other dimension, mm -hmm. one that relates sort of to the physical universe, actual lighting, and then created lighting effects. Mm -hmm and space, and then also some movement usually that the, the viewer had to Have create. to create some. And how did you move from that into actual, have actual video work where it's moving? And when you develop these video works, do you use um, storyboard or sketches or notes? Or how do, how do those works come about? How did the transition from this to the next phase come? From next phase, yeah. Uh, the, after I made this trail, this work, I I had a year off from school. I did, actually, the trail was my fi final piece at my BA. And uh, I had uh, one year off from school before going to Thread School. And that one year, I started taking, because I didn't have a studio after I left school. I didn't have a studio to work. So I kind of grabbed my camera and then go out and start taking photos of airplanes and collecting it for nothing but as a sketch. Were you always interested in airplanes or airports? Or? Yeah, I do. I, I, I did, actually. Because my grandfather, when I was a kid, say like five, six years old, my grandmom always uh, took me to the airport to see the airplanes. So I, I love the airplanes. That, that's why I use the airplane a lot for my video. And say, so, yeah, these are collection of my air brains. See, it's cloudy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice day. But how did you get from that to actual moving? Moving image. Well, I had that at the end of 2000, the year 2000, I had a chance to work with uh, computer to make some animation for my friends. Before that, I, I knew how to use computer, but I didn't really use for my works. 
but yeah, so I had a chance to use computer to make some moving image. Then that's the that's the time I start using, start making move, start making video or movies. But for your movies, did you did you write out what they would be in terms of notes or in terms of a story? How do, what what does your sketchbook look like, or what's in the studio <laughs> that we don't see that we don't know about? <laughs> well, basically, I don't really have a sketchbook. I just uh, start from computer. I. But I've got idea in my head, but I don't really write or I don't really sketch, but I collect the photos and uh, making something on a computer. And uh, I can show you now is the first uh, video, first <laughs> movie. It's kind of sketch. I've never shown this work before, but <laughs> this is a sketch for the dwelling. So I did this short clip before I start the making dwelling. And uh, so, you, you know, the, it wasn't enough distance to fly, and take, it wasn't enough distance to take off, and then the airplane moves too fast. So then I knew that I need to learn, because I, before that, I didn't know anything about movies or films at all. I didn't know how to use computer program or anything. So after this movie, I kind of learned myself to make a video. So this is how. And then I still work with this way, so I make short clip fast like a lot of short clip, and then see how it's going to be, how, how it's going to look like. Uh, then if I like it, I just carry on making. Or if I don't, I just throw that way, <laughs> delete it. So then I moved to, to the video, making videos. Is, is there anybody in the audience who has not seen Dwelling in our black box space? I believe it will be on when we leave, so. <laughs> yeah. This is a still from that work. Yeah, so I, because this, this work, the Dwelling is in black box, so I just uh, grabs this shot from Dwelling, so because you can see it black box, just the airplane cruising around my flat, <laughs> and for nine minutes. <laughs> it's, it's nice, I mean, it's <laughs> nice to watch. It's quite, you can enjoy, I think. And just the number of airplanes increasing, and uh, there is some vapor trail on the ceiling. Can you see the white line? That's the vapor trail <laughs> from airplanes. And one of the works that isn't in the black box is Spotter. But mm. we thought for those of you who haven't seen Dwelling, and for many of you who haven't seen Spotter, we would show you this for a few minutes. Yeah, this, yeah, then this is after. I made the dwelling. I did this uh, 
work called Spotter in 2003. And this is 7 minutes 40 long. And this is the one. You know that sound. decide to keep it all in black and white to the, at this point? Well, I think if I made it in color, I think the image was going to be too realistic, which I don't really like. I, well, it is real. <laughs> So if I make it too real and then become a bit fake. <laughs> <laughs> so to make it real, I made it black Talk and white, it. like uh, unreal. go to airport to, sh to photograph, but they don't really 
Is it hard? It's hard to photograph in airports now, though, isn't it? Yeah, a little but, bit. But that time when I was there, this was, was before, before 9/11, so you could shoot so. more. So, but they don't really take photos; they just watch it. <laughs> They're not waiting for anyone. No, no. Just the planes. Just planes, and uh, they checking checking the time <coughs> as like a train spotter. They're checking time and receiving the control tower and airplane talking. But, yeah, it's and the sound for this? Where was, what was the source for the sound? Did you take it on site or did you create it after? I take it, took it off, I mean, at the site. Sound of airplanes and then added on. Somehow I felt, felt I made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious what those people, the spotter, see. You know, see, it's. I think they are what they. When you go to see the airplanes in the airport, I think you would see the figure of the airplane, but at the same time. You can imagine that airplane come from somewhere, Place. somewhere far, and then come to you. And once they took off, then well, I, I don't know how it's hard to explain, but it's interesting to see air, airplane and at the airport. You feel some something it's special, something imaginary. Special. Yeah. Yes. Here they are with the. <laughs> That's going to date your work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I made this, the Concorde was still in operation, I think. Maybe the last year? Yeah, I think two, they finished service in 2003. Three years ago, but you can still see a Concorde in his room. And at the same time you were developing those works, you were also at work on other things around the apartment. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, 
You told, you told me you have a special relationship with the washing machine, so maybe when you show this, this still, you can describe that a little. These are just some stills from, from works that are in the black box. Again, this, this work has been shown at the black box, in black box, so I just took still. And what are the sources for the images that are incorporated into this, in these scenes of your apartment? Hmm? What are the sources for the inspirations for the figures and the... Ah, that's the... I... They weren't at the airport. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took from book, Ed, Edward My Bridge book, and uh, I scanned it and took background of an animate and made them walk. So basically this work is about people walking, small people walking around my, in, in my flat. And the idea of this work is from, was from uh, I think when I was uh, 10 years old or something, I didn't tell Amo yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I was 10 years old, I, I, had a, I had a flu and I had to stay at my house in Japan. I didn't go to school because of flu. I, I felt dizzy and slept in there. Bed. And then that was autumn time, so people kind of, the students always go, go to the long walk. And I saw, and then I saw really long, uh, what is it, line of people. And I, that is migration, big migration. <laughs> so they're all going to school, that was the first? <laughs> yeah, no, no, for the long, long walk. For the long walk for migration for the fall. Yeah, well, how can, yeah. So that's the, and then I saw that people migrating one place to other. So, and then I remember that seeing a lot, and so I used it. But in migration, there's also a washing machine, your washing machine. <laughs> ah, my washing machine. The washing machine, yeah. I always, like, daydream things. Yeah, I, I, I to get those ideas, I, You told me that you'd like to watch the cycle of oh, yeah. in, the, in the washing machine of the changes that go there as a little drama in and of itself. And I know in this video, there is a, you focus on the washing machine at one point. And well, then no, not this in, one, this one. In, in these two. The first in, we had migration, yeah. No, well, more of migration. <laughs> more, <laughs> we lost more. the washing machine. Yeah, but yeah, washing machine. No, that's for something else. Okay. <laughs> I know but, we'll see it later. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but the, the story was, uh, I, I love to get those ideas. I just uh, get ideas from my life, just daily life. And then, for example, I love uh, watching airplane. I love watching airplane as well as watching washing oh. machine. Because uh, if you see the washing machine for 80 minutes, 90 minutes, you see there's a, some kind of drama inside. Mm 
sometimes it spins really fast, and then sometimes it slows it down a bit. And then the, towards the end, you see kind of washing really hard, and then at the end, it spins a lot to dry the clothes. And, uh, but you, you see those dramas in daily life, so, so that's why what I'm trying to say is the, the, all, all my the idea for all my work is from my life, daily life. So, yeah, that's the story of washing <laughs> and air, airport, airport and airplanes for or everything. So yeah, I did this. After spot, I was I, I worked for this migration after the spot, and uh, then I made elsewhere. This is also in the black box, so I just grabbed this still image. Then the image, the the work, the video is about the domestic object walking around my flat. It stand, stands up and start walking and then moving around. So this is a still like this you can see in a black box. So uh, well, yeah. When I made this this work, actually, I moved from my old flat where I made the dwelling to new flat and this time. Sorry. Keep going. I think it's this side. You're okay. <laughs> I didn't. I, it's, it's not your cell phone. No, no, I have cell phone. <laughs> it's going to walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when, when, I moved, when I made this work, I, I lived in basement flat. And uh, that flat didn't have a window. So, yeah. And uh, I stayed there for ages, say, like five, six a, a, a week without going out. And then that time I start thinking about outside because I couldn't see what's going on outside. and. Uh, once I go out, I start thinking about inside. <laughs> because and it might change the, ob the those objects might start walking, walking and uh, you know, moving around. I just imagine that. But that's how I made this work. Because that kind of inside and outside, where you can't see the places. Mm. Yeah, this is the gravel migrate elsewhere. And this is a different type of work airliner. Can you explain what, what we're about to see? After I made uh, after I made the uh, airliner uh, no, elsewhere, I wanted to make some work without kind of narrative narrative sense or story like so I made this work called Airliner in 2003. 
it's three minutes loop, and this is how I want I shown work at the space. It's like basically the work it's flip. You can see the movie after this photo, but it's about the flip book, like this flip book of airplane. So I wanted to show like flip book, flip book, yeah, yeah flip books like that. And this is the work. Um, yeah. The, this is flip book, but never ends. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you talk a little bit about your commissions that you did for the Hayward Gallery, which yeah. follow this? Okay. Then, after I made the airliner, I stuck in my work and I couldn't make any work. So, but the Then I had a commission, that time I had a commission work from Hayward Gallery public program. And uh, I had the opportunity to work with uh, kids, eight years old, eight years old. I think it's elementary school. Yeah, elementary. Mm. And uh, I, I did, the workshop was about about uh, making flying machine. So I asked kids to, in the morning, I asked kids to draw uh, imaginative flying, or their flying machine. So they drew those flying machine. And uh, yeah, this is, these are flying machines. They, can create it. And in the afternoon, I asked them to make, create the object. Like, this is a rocket she made. And he's, he got, he's got small rocket. And I think this is the flying car. <laughs> and uh, this is flying staircase. Actually, this, oops, this, this is flying staircase. <laughs> and he drew this flying staircase. And uh, she made a flying bus. And the end of the day, I filmed those objects and then brought back to my studio and made uh, animation with those flying machines, they are flying machine. But you, you also asked the kids where ah, yeah. to... And then I asked them where, if they put those flying machines, then where, which place they, places where want to, they want to go. So then some of them said uh, space out of us or not any particular place, or amusement, amusement park? Amusement park. Amusement park. So I brought those places into the 
my animation and also me can put those flying machines in the movie. And this is the movie I made. It's called In Here. Washing machine became space. For this commission, then you also did a work of your own, but your work has changed after that experience. So can you show us what you created also uh, yeah, for uh, this commission? For this commission? Yeah, some part of... Well, after, after the... It's not, it's not same. It was at the same time. It was just same time, but I had... Uh, at the same time, I had another commission from Hayward, different department, and commission work for the Bloomberg London and Hayward Gallery. And I, this time I created, I made a work called Going Places, Sitting, sitting Down. And uh, this is the installation shot of the work. It's triptych video projection, and um, well, it's about the work is about the locking horse and uh, going places. 
but now we have color, and with the triptych, you're moving out yeah. back into a sculptural space in a way. Yeah. So this is how the installation going to be, and I can show you the the going places. But it has to have a three monitor. But I put it all in one. So the image isn't clear enough. So after this show, after this movie, I can show the all the detail, couple of details movie. Yeah, let's see the details because I think they Because I, I don't know. Well, they can see. This is the central panel of the, tri of the triptych? Yeah, this is the central panel. And then there's another, other two panel on the side.
Do you create the sound yourself? Where does the sound come from? So, for this week, for this work, I asked my girlfriend, she works with sound, to, and, yeah, I, I asked my girlfriend to do it, and, uh, yeah, so I didn't do the sound, but because I wanted to have some kind of music, not like or just sound for this work, and so she had, I, I went to my, To make this work, I went to the house in Bath, in London, England, which is my friend's parents' house. And because uh, that was really beautiful, Georgian house. And uh, they had, uh, that those parents had a huge music box. So she, my girlfriend, recorded the music box they've got and uh, just changed, cut, cut things off and edit. That's how she made this soundtrack. their house and filmed it and then wrote back to my studio and then sing. I just start thinking what this fluffy carpet can be. <laughs> so I thought, well, it's good to be this snowfield. So I just made it into snowfield. So that, that's how, again, that's how I work. Well, it also seems that at this time, you're, as I said, we're, you're moving into the triptych, so you're going back into a sculpture space. Yeah. And there are other works at the same time, but you're yeah. going back into your more sculptural. Can we see some of those? I start thinking uh, this space and movie again. And this is kind of the work I made for the space. I work with the space, it's called between. It's, it's a vertical triptych monitor. And so I, I had a three plasma screen 
then place the particle. And this is the work. It's about the world in between floor, floor and ceiling. I just uh, made up the, some world in between those two. So this is the image of the ceiling, then that's the image of the floor. The middle part is the animation I made. I just Imagine there's a small bird living that part. There's there's small birds living in the floorboards. In the floor, yeah. <laughs> has a lighting on the surface.
that's how I shown this work. Then with some of the works like the ones that we have in Black Box, you're also moving them into different more sculptural spaces in this kind of configuration. Yeah, like this work, like this, uh, this image is for the plan for the one exhibition in Taiwan last year. And I and had uh, one space for two works, so I kind of planned having uh, two images. One is on a bit, bit lower, and then the other one is a bit higher. And this is the installation shot I did. So recent, recently, I start working with uh, movies and also space to create some, uh, it's not quite going back to the, my sculpture work because I've been still thinking. Uh, well, it's more space than a solid object that, yeah. that you began with. Yeah, so. It's become more environmental. <laughs> yeah. Like this, or this is another plan for the trail last year at, in Yokohama Trainarium and this is the installation shot. It's this. I, I asked them to make a ceiling bit lower down to the top of the image. Like this. Oh, this, this, this exhibition is now on in Japan, and I had a projection on the floor and one work in it, and a couple of works in this wall. And then blue floor people saw as they were coming in tonight, so you have a, yeah. just a still from blue I, floor. <laughs> yeah, this is the still from blue floor, but you, you saw when you came to this space. So when I was um, making, uh, oh, I was making, uh, I was making a bit between. So after between, I made the blue floor, which is last year, and that, that this is the one you saw when you came to this auditorium. And uh, this work was for the, again, my, my, my girlfriend, she had a performance at the, in London, so I made a movie for her performance. And then there's Eight Minutes, which is in the black in, box. In the box. These are some stills from, from the Eight, eight minutes. minutes. You can see it in the black box. And then trail, trail is also in, in the black, black box. box. It's, I made this presentation in chronological, chronological way. Yes. So you see how things, and how, how I made, how which. And where does the camel come from in your imagination? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I, 
I know there are lots of sources. <laughs> yeah, from, there are a lot of sources. So, um, well, there's a book cover. Book, there's a book cover from called uh, Hope. This is my favorite book. The his his Japanese Japanese author kind of sixties, and it's the title this book called Kabe in Japanese and the the, the role is in English and uh, there's a story it's kind of fiction bit weird 60s novel and the uh, story is about a lot of things it's really <laughs> surreal and it's really 60s <laughs> but there's a quote, there are a couple of quotes in this book that yeah. are very close to what to your my approach. <laughs> yeah, which is the, this, this quote. I took this sentence from, out from the wall, this novel, and another one is the, like, like this kind of story, so, Mm. It's hard. Well, well, and it seems that some of your other sources are wherever you go in the world. You're always taking photographs. Yeah. So I took photos a lot too, like this. Mom. And these are sketches in a way too in your mind. Yeah. Again, so still collecting material. Collecting mat I, I've been still collecting material, visual sources, like uh, Mount Fuji with a lot of cables and the beautiful landscape, and again, and also the camel. <laughs> because I had the opportunity, I had a chance to go to Israel 2004, and that was for the artist in residency, so I stayed there for almost a month to stay there and then work, and also I had a chance to see camel in the desert. That was really nice. So, so that's, that's how I get source of my work. I get, I just see the camel and then, but I, I didn't make, I didn't use that camel that time, but somehow I, after I digest or after I had a couple of experience in my life, that time I'm digesting myself and then start seeing camel in my flat and I just visualize. <laughs> so yeah, this is another visual source from Israel. Um, donkey and ostrich. And this is where I stayed in Israel. It was really nice experience to have. Um. And while you were there, did you, you created a work as well? Yeah, I did. I, these are all photos of Israel. And when, when I was there, I, I made one work. It's, a, it's called Passerby 2004. And this is the work. 
it's not quite finished. I haven't shown this work yet because it's more for me. It's more like a sketch again from Israel. I had to make it <laughs> for the re to fulfill for, the residency. Yeah, for the residency. <laughs> Just a long way airplane flying and then crossing the spaces. What impressed you most uh, during your time in this residency? Mm -hmm. uh, you said that there were shadows and sunlight and oh, yeah. the desert and different things that combined that we, we will probably see in your future work as well. <laughs> and yeah. um, I wanted to ask you, your, your own apartment has played such a large role <laughs> in your work. Yeah. And, um, can we have a peek? <laughs> yeah. This is my airplane collection, uh, model of airplane collection. You, I, I see this every day and think about things. This is, these are all toys at And also poster, poster of airplane wing. Each, com each companies, and this is uh, my old flat where I made uh, elsewhere. And uh, see, I, I said, as I said, I, there wasn't any window. Actually, there's a small window here. That's the earlier blue window that yeah, we saw. Yeah, that's the only window, and the other, it's just a wall around me. So I get those. I get the idea from this kind of environment. And I know you have a show coming up actually in a few weeks. Yeah. And then weeks. next month. <laughs> two weeks. So can you show us right now what you're working on that's the work in progress? Yeah. And uh, this, is, this is where I'm working right now. That, that's my studio. And this is the, my new work I'm working on. It's, it's again, it's like a sketch I did for, any, for every work. It's drawing things, and the drawing start moving. And also, for this work, oops, I asked my friends to make music. And uh, I want to do something new for this work, so. He's, he's basically DJ. And he, for hip hop, right? For <laughs> hip hop DJ, but I asked him if he can make some sound sound like music because he always he, he normally could make music but for this time he kind of experienced it um, does he see the visual first or you just go and describe to him what you're after and then you take what he makes to put with yours I, yeah i think I, I explain fast and just get the sound sound source so he hasn't seen mm -hmm. 
So you said that your inspirations come from the natural world. Everywhere. And everywhere you go and travel. Yeah. Mostly captured with photography or in your in your mind as a memory. And that you mentioned my bridge as an inspiration, but also even more other things that you see or you read or you collect. Yeah. And you mentioned there's a special quote that also has meant a lot to you and your work and you, you promised you'd share that with us too with <laughs> final uh, visual. <laughs> I like this sentence. It's not explain my work much, but <laughs> I just, somehow I like it. 